0: hello everybody welcome to fair the burn episode 19 we are bringing in our beautiful co-host chandler fair hey your boy and the man next to him your co-host, Cougar Coburn. Hey, hey. you
1: man! Oh, oh, he's on another level! Welcome, everybody. We're back. Um, seriously, we're seriously back from the dead. I know that I've said that probably three or four times on this episode on yes, this podcast have. so far, but we're like legitimately back from the graves. Yeah, we are. I had a seizure and fell and fell sto- oh. stories out of a window. Yep. Um, and he didn't die. I I I didn't I didn't but I they did bury me and then I came back from the grave.
0: That's a scary thing. I am afraid of being buried alive. Really? Are you afraid of that?
1: Uh, slightly, I guess. But I feel like for the most part, they should they should know to bury you or to not bury your ass. True, but like, what if you're
0: like against your will? Yeah, like if someone. Like claustrophobic. Yeah. Claustrophobic.
1: Yeah, I think I think it's claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah. Oh. there has to be like a specific term for being scared of specifically being buried alive. There it for sure is. There right? for sure is. What do you think it is? Uh buried alive Sand- in the phobia. Sandover phobia? Uh, Sand on me phobia. Don't piss on a grave phobia. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you about this uh this book that I've been thinking about writing? Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> this is dark as fuck. This book is like seriously, seriously grotesque and and which I mean we've been seeing a lot in our media lately. Well, but in
0: our yeah, a lot in a lot of things. So
1: uh, so I've been thinking about writing this book. Every day when I work, I listen to murder documentaries or episodes, things like that, on YouTube. Yes. Like JCS yeah, uh, Psychology, absolutely. or there's another one called That Chapter, which oh. is with this guy who I think he's Irish, and he does ca- like cases where people get murdered, and then he kind of explains the whole case to you,
0: right? There's a huge chunk of people that listen to that. There's it's a, a huge, big yeah, market a huge for market. it,
1: man. And I'll tell you what. I mean, I know that it's split pretty evenly, but from what I understand, women really love true crime shit. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's really big in the female demographic. Anyhow. interesting. I want to write this book about, like, a, a, a scheme of people. Uh, a conspiracy of people, if you will. And it, it would happen in, like, Washington or Oregon, And it would revolve around, like, fairs or, like, state fairs. And there would be a group of people. So you would lure someone out to the woods. There would be, like, a decoy, like, a girl who, like, sees another girl and she's, you know, fucked up and she needs to ride home and she's pissed off her boyfriend or whatever. So, like, this other girl is like, hey, I'll take you home. Don't worry. So, like, they go on this highway where there's nobody and there's only, like, a fucking um, woods and shit. Right. And she drives and then eventually they don't go the right way. Right. And she drops the girl off on the side of the road and keeps driving. To which there's like an incel guy who takes that person or girl or whoever and takes them into the ro- into the woods and then like rapes them.
0: What's an incel?
1: Uh involuntarily celibate. <laughs> man. <laughs> Uh, it's like a whole demographic of men. Do you not know what incels is, are? Is, are
0: these like the guys that are like really mad at women? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So They're typically white be, fat guys. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh,
1: Cause okay. those are the ones who can't get fucked. <laughs> so like me, if you see me right now, I look like an incel <laughs> mostly without the beard. Like if I had less beard, more acne, ah, I would be more incel-ish. Right. Got you. right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, They would be like, or just some creepy dude who wants to do terrible things. Right. right. Takes this other person that got dropped off in the woods and then goes takes them into the woods and fucking, like, rapes them. Okay. And then leaves them there. Okay? Alive. Alive. Okay. To which another girl shows up and is like, hey, are you okay? And then she's like, and then the person or whoever is like, I don't know what's going on. It's like, all right, well, come this way with me. I'll bring you to my house. And then that person takes them to a house where they lead them to a murder room, like you would see in, like, Dexter.
0: Oh, yeah. And
1: then that person wow. murders that person and then leaves them there for another girl to show up who's a cannibal and eats that person alive. Oh, wow. Or not alive, but, like, dead, right. right?
0: Right, in the murder room.
1: In the murder room. And I'm thinking about writing, like, a, like a movie or a book or something on this, and it would, will, it will like, open with all these people in, like, interrogation rooms. So it would yeah. like open like with like lights on and it's like the cannibal girl yep. like like rising her head up and she's like and they're yep. like what happened and she's like I don't know what or whatever oh, wow. the fuck right right but it's a whole conspiracy of well, who is who's in charge in that I think the first person who picks them up
0: is the one that's running the whole thing yeah
1: I think so oh, okay
0: yeah and that is telling the other people what to do
1: I think so okay. maybe in some power shit or something like that yeah but I'm not necessarily sure about that part like who's running it or why they're doing it right but a gang of people that like each person kind of uh helps the other person. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep.
0: That the only reason that comes to mind is just like cuz this is a transition for you into Squid Games. Um they have this interesting dynamic in the show of like the games that are being played within like the regular person perspective but then also like the hierarchy and the control system behind the scenes mm. of like the workers and then the workers above the workers and then the workers above those workers and then like the manager and then the boss and then the boss man is actually not the boss man. He's just the front guy for it's it's really interesting, you know, um, he's not the guy. Yeah, he's not the he's guy. The he, that's Dude, there was a moment in that show where he picks up a phone and is like, hello, sir. And it's like, oh, he's not the guy. Yeah, he's not the guy. Um
1: But even that guy. Okay. So so like clarification, like I've never seen I've seen. Okay. I watched Squid Game um, with my friend. Shout out to Lillian in a tent uh when we were camping i didn't have my glasses on so i literally like i just watched squid game i don't know what happened because i couldn't read the fucking words we watched on a phone (laughs) but i've never seen it the only part i saw spoilers is coming up in this episode was when the old guy and the young guy were playing the marble game like at the end of that episode and you find out that the guy's been lying about having dementia or whatever yep Uh, it's the only thing i understand about what's happening a lot of people are dying, right, and shit like that. Well,
0: it's it's a it's a thing set up to entice gamblers to sign their lives to this game. Um, mm. And so the the whole idea behind it is it's this business that is operating that is doing everything legally because people are signing waivers that are saying once the game starts I cannot quit. Um, you know, blah 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 blah.
1: And these people who are in like massive amounts of debt, yeah, right. Who are and desperate,
0: they're... they approach these people in their most desperate times and and try to groom them into doing it. Um, Really, really interesting, but on the flip side of that, there is a whole lot of death surprise i'm sure everyone is familiar with that for the first like game that they play the red light green light game. there is a lot of death that goes on, and this show is wildly popular I'm assuming in Korea because it's very popular here I'm assuming it's very it's a w- korean
1: show yeah and I'm yeah. assuming
0: it's it's very popular over there as well I don't know what other countries I'm assuming there would be other countries, but what is up with that whole like obsession with death or our okayness with death maybe
1: or real like true crime like why is that right, so popular right. and along with squid game what, yeah, what's up with that why do shows i shows like you know the show you that was on netflix uh-huh. for a little bit it was about a stalker who like oh. stalks people and then ends up killing them and shit, and right. like kill people to get to where they gotta go. It got canceled because Chris Delia was in the second episode, and he got canceled because he, because oh. he in the show was playing like a uh, a comedian who was kind of preying on young women. <laughs> 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 <That's sad>. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, dude. whatever
0: the truth, uh, you know. Yeah, that's like, just, that's,
1: it's it's pretty bad. That's it's,
0: a comedic situation, though.
1: <laughs> that's real life comedy <laughs> yeah, right there. Yeah, uh, or like Thirteen Reasons Why. Right. Right. Like like we love these shows.
0: Well, I I go to bed every night listening to interrogation analysis of people who have been like proven to be guilty of something and then listening to them try to talk their way out of it after just murdering three people. You know, Mm -hmm. like, yeah. What, what, What do you think about that? You go to bed listening to JCS. Just JCS inspired. I've listened to all his oh, stuff nice. like months ago. Yeah, so right, it's just same. anything I can find. Any interrogation analysis. He
1: needs to put out more videos.
0: I know. What dude. the
1: fuck, man? They're high
0: quality though, so once they come out, you know it's gonna be like a good ass.
1: That's one. true. And they're long too. Yeah. 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 Uh, I I don't know, man. I think I think it definitely has something to do with our generation. Like, I think our generation is just more prone to like uh dark things or uh, dealing with really hard situations because of the amount, maybe the amount of like trauma is the wrong word, but the amount of really hard shit that I feel like a lot of us have seen like right. really early in our in our lives. Mm-hmm. Like with 9-11 or all of the wars that are going on or all of the school shootings that we see every year or this or that. Uh, and then with like COVID, we just, I feel like are more... Prone and and adept with the world being hard. And, like, we know that. And, right. like, nothing is, like, peachy keen. And being willing to accept that. So we kind of find a comfort in that shit. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's
0: that's really cool. Because, um, well, do you think video games have any anything to do with that? Uh, like, you can simulate, you know, Call of Duty. You're walking, standing in a stairway, and you shoot someone with a shotgun in a stairway if you do that a million times, you're so far closer to have experiencing shooting somebody than you ever have been before that millionth time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, do you think that has any... That would desensitize us at
1: all? Maybe. Uh, I think that a game that would probably be more prone to doing that, as opposed to Call of Duty, would be GTA. Mm-hmm. Because Grand Theft so it's Auto... Like in real life city. It's real life city, and it's, it's giving you military. the option to do what you want. Right. right. Whereas, like, Call of Duty is like, oh, you're a soldier, you're at war, like, you're doing this. Whereas, right. like, GTA is like, Hey, I guess you could drive by the speed limits or you could just fuck everything and, up and you like, could
0: shoot everybody out your window and, and you're right. not going to die.
1: Right. You know, yep. Yep. And, but I, again, I don't know, because there is something like like people like true crime. But maybe, maybe it, there is right, because it seems like peop, more people are prone to really enjoying stuff like Squid Game, which I've even heard that Squid Game gets pretty intense. Like, some people who I know are like, oh, I had to turn that shit off. Like, oh, dude, it's,
0: yeah. It is re- like it is very realistic executions and shit. It's crazy. And that's crazy. crazy.
1: Yeah. Uh, but there's something about it being fake that I feel like we find co- – I, I don't know why.
0: Yep. Well, because I was thinking that same thing too. It's like when I see this person – and some of the deaths aren't that good. They, like, flail way too hard in my opinion. And, like,
1: but, the blood is really fake I've yeah, heard Yeah, like, sometimes
0: shit. it'll – but sometimes it's like they'll walk up and put a gun behind someone's head and shoot them and it's like – Oh, if you were to show me that out of context, I might believe that that's a real killing, right even though it's fake. But what why I can sit back and watch it happen 20 times in one episode is because I know that when they're falling to the ground that they're really okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay mm-hmm. And so maybe it's that like we're making we're making f- light of death or we're making fun of death because it's like, oh yeah, well we'll we'll do everything that leads up to death, but we actually won't really die. And then we'll all be like, oh, that's cool and we'll be entertained by it. I don't know. It seems maybe what I don't do know,
1: dude. I don't know. I I just we have a a really big like appetite for seeing shit that's that's dark and like people dying and, and 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 there might be something okay where you're like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. Where it's like you know they can make it look super realistic, but now it's we still know that it's fake, right? But even then, dude, like pe- people just really enjoy. And especially our generation and our culture, like... And not even our culture, just our generation. Like, the people who are our age are really into shit that's dark, I feel like. Like, yeah. even, even yep. like, Logan Paul's video from Japan all those years ago. How quick that shit blew up when people were like, yo, he has a dead guy in this fucking video. And everyone's like, i am fucking going <laughs> oh, yeah, to that I video right, fucking, right. Yep. right yep. now, dude. Yep. Before it gets taken down. Because yep. that's just getting taken down. You know what I mean? But we want to see... And I again, I, I don't know. I really, I really don't know. That's what I, I felt when I was younger because
0: I've seen videos like that. Um, one that comes to mind is this politician who shoots himself. Like he's like Bud DeWire. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's giving a little speech in his office, and then he pulls out a pistol. He and gives out like letters mouth.
1: to people. Yeah. And I no one really, I don't know what the letters are or whatever, but yeah, then he pulls out the pistol in front of everybody, and, and, and people are like, "No, Bud, don't, don't, yeah. don't!" And he's like, "Stay back, stay, stay back. calm, no, it's yeah. okay." Dude, I think that video is still on YouTube. I think it is, too. I um, watched it uh, my freshman year of college. David, yeah. fuck you, David. Fuck, fuck you, David. you, David, for this. Because this shit will live with you. Do yeah. not look this up. Well, that, that started with, like,
0: JFK seeing that video, mm-hmm. getting his head blown off, and then watching someone do it. There was something interesting to me about it because it felt like you were seeing, like... Like, everyone behaving in that video of, like, them saying, oh, no, 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 don't. Like, they weren't scripted to do that. That's not Squid Games there. Mm-hmm, no. That's real life. That's real life. There was an actual life that was impacted by that. And many lives, but, like, there was one real life that was taken from that. There's and that
1: fucking dead dude laying on the ground with blood pouring out his mouth, yeah, dude. Yeah, and his nose. That's a yeah. real dead guy. Yeah. That guy's not a fake Korean actor, okay? He doesn't even speak no, Korean. No. That dude's a close. straight all-American beef. Yeah. Rotten now. Yeah.
0: And that's, I mean, yeah, fuck. Why,
1: why is that
0: interesting to people? Why is that captivating to people that we, not, we don't necessarily want to see someone die, but we, when someone does and there's proof of it, some people are interested to see that proof. You know what I'm saying? Because how many people would just be like, oh, there's this video, this guy shoots himself in the head. Oh, well, okay, I'll take your word for it. But how many people would be like, oh, well, I'm going to click that shit and watch it.
1: Let me hit you with this. Do you think that mental illness has anything to do with it? Okay, now hear me out. Okay. We are, first of all, in this society, in our society especially, Like I mean American society, we are obsessed with sociopaths and psychopaths. Yes. I think we are. Even so much to the point of we make merch Ah. with... The, this, the with the the personality disorder that encompasses sociopath, right, right, antisocial. We have antisocial social club merch. We have antisocial merch. Is huh. it, do you think any of it could be uh, that we, whether you have antisocial, depression, anxiety, bipolar, your mind will go to places that it, it is very dark and very deep. So again, I think maybe there's something about comforting where it's like, oh, I have this shit in my head. Maybe if I see it on the screen, like I would be able to resonate with it. Like, is it that we are a dark generation so much to the point of we want it in our media?
0: Well, but when we say a dark generation, what have we really seen that's been so bad in terms of like what we've experienced versus a hundred years ago during the great depression. I agree with that. Yeah. Because like, they it always seen comes some back. Shit, you know? Yeah.
1: And it goes back to the situation of like, it's because we're getting too comfortable, which is the reason that we have mental illness in the first place, mm-hmm. because it's like to be like, Oh, this is still the greatest time that you could ever live. There's, there hasn't been an easier time to live than right now, right. but because it's so easy and because we're comfortable, we have social media. That's something they never had before, which is causing all this mental illness. Cause we're not worried about surviving, we're worried about how many fucking clicks we get on a photo.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So,
1: and that's real. And it's like, and so maybe it's that we have more time to think. And so, mm. shit, back in the day, like you probably would have wanted things to be happy because you wouldn't want your mind to go that. But like our minds are going so much nowadays as young kids.
0: Well, do you think we have so much time to think that we then will want to run away from that and consume, consume, consume so we don't have to? Because it seems like. The easiest way to make someone uncomfortable is to put them in a room with nothing and leave them there and they to will their go own crazy. Thoughts. Yeah. yeah. And they'll go crazy. And a lot of people would. Many people would. And I don't know. What what do you think?
1: Uh about what?
0: Like are we can are we just is that setting us up to consume things when we're when we're like this? Like when we're afraid of thinking and we have all this time. We don't have a war to fight. We don't have these things that are artificially or actually consuming us, or like overarching us and taking our time away and like surviving. That's a huge thing that naturally overarches and consumes us. That doesn't consume us anymore. So now we have to turn to drugs. We got to turn to TV. Media. We got to turn to media. We got to turn to everything that will keep us going because we get afraid when it goes quiet.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's necessarily us running away because I still do think I, from ourselves because I do think that we, there's a lot from the world that you have still have to run away from because of the media right. and stuff like that. Like we, like we have been involved in a lot of wars. Throughout the majority of our life, we've been involved yeah. in wars. Yep. So That's. shit like that too, right? Yep. Where there is, has been a lot that we've ex- experienced or witnessed like as young people that I don't know if we're trying to run away from ourselves or the world, but we're definitely trying to run away from something. And because I do think that we have, and the reason that I would say we have dark minds is because we have access to social media and the internet because yeah. we have m- more opportunities to see the injustices that really do go on in the rest of the world. True. So we're more open to all that shit and we know about it. Yep. Right. But if it's fake, again, it might be more comforting, but it's something right. that we know and that's still comfortable to us. Right. Right. It's just weird to me, man. It's weird to me that cuz even me, man, I fucking love learning about serial killers or goddamn uh cult leaders and shit like that. I love learning about cult leaders. Yeah, me too. And those people are fucking They're psychopaths, yep. dude. They literally are.
0: Yep. Absolutely.
1: But yeah, you just got to be careful with the media that you that you consume cuz some, sometimes I'm just at work and I'm like, man, this is too much. Yeah. Like I can't I got to I got to change to well, it's part of your diet. That's what it is. Exactly. Uh,
0: you, your diet is what you intake, and that's not just a physical food. It's also the things that your eyes read and that your ears hear. It's part of your diet. And
1: the things that you consume.
0: And it'll, it'll reflect, like, what you intake will reflect how you then behave, you know? And that's why people on Twitter who are really committed to Twitter don't have the best ability to communicate their feelings because they're entrapping themselves within 140 characters or 200 and whatever. We're, I don't know, man. Do you know that they
1: just did a survey, uh, the American census did, of the happiest, like what, gen- what generation is the happiest age group in America? What generation? You want to take a guess? I would say... Like, do by decades, like, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, like... Oh, oh, okay. What decade do you think is the happiest in America? Uh, dude, just how I feel, I would say tw- people in their 20s. That's how I feel. It's actually people in their 60s oh fuck yeah Yeah. (laughs) from the census it says people in their 60s and and it's because of two things it's because of two things it's because first of all um they have been there they've done that they've you know they've seen life they don't really stress out about things going wrong right and secondly those motherfuckers aren't on twitter dude they're yeah. not on Twitter. They yep. don't got to worry about yep. being canceled yep. or being fucking virtue signaled, dude. Right? And they're not taking that in as part of their diet. So they're, right. much, they're much better. So that overall as a
0: decade group, if you have less interaction with that, your morale will be happier. Mm-hmm. will be higher easily. Because mm-hmm. I think Twitter is apoplectic. I think that's the right word. That is a, a word that I learned from a song by Mike Posner. Learning about society, you can learn through the music that you listen to and that is talked about. What are some ways that music has done that to you that has revealed your beliefs or your disbeliefs in things?
1: Mm. I grew up in church, so kind of when I first think about it, I think of like worship music right? because my mom listened to a lot of country music when I was a kid, so I thought that the world was all about like fishing and trucks and chewing tobacco and doing all these good old things and loving, yeah. loving the, the world and the yeah. Lord and yeah. my girl, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I found rap um, when I was about six, seven. I visited my dad down in San Francisco okay. with my cousin, who's now in prison for trafficking heroin. Um, shout out Jaybird. Bird uh Shout out. love you man really do really do uh free free my man but please free don't <laughs> please don't please don't be doing the shit that you're doing no one likes that shit uh that's real talk anyway um and then and then really like i i listened to rap but then i really got into like worship music when i was in sixth seventh grade so it really has like inspired my soul and it really had me think about god and stuff like that uh but I was still really into rap music, but I feel like I didn't listen to really didn't try to take in the words mm. as much because right. that was in my eyes how the church told me the world was. It was very much about uh, you know, money over everything, MOE, uh money over <laughs> bitches, M O B. Like yep. it's um but also like fuck the bitches and get the money, you know what I mean? Like it was very uh yep very misogynistic to be honest in a world that wants to be more feminist which is crazy that like hip-hop is probably the most listened to <laughs> yeah. music would, in america yeah, i would i would easily say that yeah. either that or country like are the two that i would be like those i think might yeah. go yep. back and forth yep. Um. but mu- music i think is such a beautiful thing man i really do i think it, it can be used in such good ways to really challenge your point of view and make you think outside of the box and and really teach you some things but it can yeah. also fuck you up and fuck your mind up and get you thinking in ways that you really weren't thinking before and a good a good point that i can put on that is uh you ever heard of this guy he's a he's a little known artist his name is the notorious big yes
0: i have about, heard you heard about this guy yeah yeah I'm a couple times
1: small new york artist Yep. Uh still alive. Still you know. Alive. did not still
0: small. You know. Still very small. Some yeah.
1: people think that he might have gotten shot. It's not true. Uh him and this guy named Three Pock. Uh is <laughs> still alive out there kicking. Um but Notorious B.I.G. in <laughs> one of his songs, uh, the Ten Crack Commandments. Uh one of his commandments is, I think it's like number seven. This is really underrated. You need to keep family and money completely separated. True, right? It's completely underrated. You gotta keep money and family separated. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then he says that shit don't mix. It's like two dicks and no bitch. Mm. Okay? <laughs> now that's homophobic. So just in those
0: no bitch, man. Just those
1: That shit don't mix. Like two dicks and no bitch. Dude, the notorious B I G man, he's real. He's real, dude. He's real. Oh, fuck. You know, but um it's that's it's true like music really like if you don't think about the words you're listening to those really impact you man
0: yeah well and what values is that instilling when you because it's like if people believe in affirmations or like you know telling yourself something over and over again until you believe it that i believe are true um and then music is that they're just affirmations Mm. so if you if you recite the 10 crack commandments over and over, unconsciously, just because you're jamming out to some fucking B.I.G. Two dicks and no bitch. That shit might instill a misogynistic, homophobic value in you if you repeat to yourself that a bad situation is like having two men having sex rather than having a woman involved in the sex. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, it's not just two men having sex. It's two men with no woman. With no woman. If there is a woman, then it does mix. It, it mixes not, a little better. It's not gay it's, when it's
0: in a three-way. <laughs> With the honey in the middle of See honey. here
1: we go, man. Here we go. That's real talk. You know, like even that's the joking song, it's still like it's still looking...
0: homophobic, right? That's what it is. That's I what... mean,
1: and here's the thing, it's like It's
0: a great song, I love it. You
1: can never not listen to those songs, man, because like cause we've we've talked about this. That is music, man. A lot of music is sexual. A yep. lot like most fucking music is either drugs or or sex, dude. Yep. And that's what it is. <laughs> like, even if you have a good ass song, like yep. when we listen to fucking uh, Caroline by Eminem, yep. you know yep. that song's dope as fuck. And yep. he is talking about having one honey and fucking making her the queen bee. But goddamn it, he's only talking about that lady's yep. ass. That's yep. all he's talking about. And yep. fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So it's like it's like this is, and here's the thing, man. Like that's your value, like that is what you're saying you're putting your value in because, yeah, you make songs, yeah, it might be their job or whatever, but it's like, this is what you should be thinking about. I'm trying to take up your time as an artist. Exactly. Yep. So now I need you to think about for three minutes and thirty seconds this girl's fucking ass. Yep. Or that girl's ass in class, and this is gonna relate to that and blah blah blah. Exactly.
0: Yeah, you'll connect it. You'll connect it. You'll connect it to the girl who you think has the nicest ass. And then when you sing Caroline every day, you'll be reaffirming and reaffirming and reaffirming the affirmation that, yeah, treat treat each woman like a queen, but it's got to be a girl with a fat ass, and that's it.
1: And you better get plowed, dog. Yeah, you better get you know plowed like a February morning in fucking yeah. Wisconsin, dude. Yeah, exactly. I swear
0: to God. So that's, that's all the repetition in your head. When you become conscious of all of the shit that's going into your mind, you start to realize, oh, my God, I don't know if I necessarily agree that – this shitty situation is like Having sex with two dicks and no bitch Or it, it, this situation Mixes like two dicks with no bitch You, you know? know
1: how much that fucked me up When I figured out that I was bisexual dude I've loved 10 crack Maybe was My whole life dude And then when I watched gay porn for the first time I was like this shit don't mix Like two dicks and no Fuck! Fuck God damn it dude I was fucked up man I was Why can't there up. be a bitch in there <laughs> Can't to be a bitch uh yeah like well, a female dog that'd be cool yeah. if a female dog just hanging, not just involved hang in the sex just, just, just there yeah that's, because then it does mix if it's two dudes and they both have a dog named sally
0: then it's, it's wholesome
1: it's like yeah it's like hey there's a bitch there
0: yeah yeah there's a bitch there but that's another thing is the term bitch what is that why is that a uh, like a every it's a no one has said it out loud but it's all agreed upon that that is what women should be referred to as and that's a value you instill when you call a, refer to women as a bitch in a song over and over again. You will probably go out and see a group of women and say, oh, that's a group of bitches.
1: 21 bitches and are. none of them average. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that shit that, that just popped off, yeah. dude? Yeah. Who is that? Do you know that rapper? Tory Lanez. Is it Tory Lanez? Yep. It's fucking Tory Lanez. Dude, Tory Lanez is a small guy. He's Can you look up how, how tall he is? Because I think he's a small true. guy. Isn't Tory... No, I'm thinking of Kevin Gates. I was thinking two phones. I got two phones Ga- do you think he's small no i think te- kevin gates is big yeah dog. he's big but what i was saying is i thought it was tory lanes for a second and i was like fuck like like that dude is small and he's t- talking about two phones not nah, kevin gates is a big guy Full show. yeah he is a big guy yeah but i think tory lanes is a midget i think he actually might be smaller than peter dinklage
0: who is peter dinklage
1: peter. what the fuck who is peter dinklage have you ever seen game of thrones you oh, fucking yeah, nerd are <laughs> you se- have you seen anything with the little person in it oh, ever the little the little it? guy man yeah, i know peter I know dinklage who the fuck is you ever seen <laughs> elf you tell me you ever seen is elf? He an elf i've never seen Dude, elf. he's the elf I've you haven't seen heard. elf no thought, way, I thought uh, I thought Will
0: Ferrell was the elf.
1: Yeah, but there's like a boss guy. Oh. And it's Peter Dinklage. And he like, he's like, oh, you're like one of Santa's little elves. And he's and Peter Dinklage is like, don't call me a fucking elf. And he's like, he's like, oh, you're just like Papa Elf or whatever. And Peter Dinklage like runs across a table and I think slaps him up. Beats the shit out of yeah. him. A yeah. He's good
0: fighter. Oh, Tory Lane's right here. Let's see how his tall height. is
1: this man? Tori Lane's is No way. Five foot three. Woo! Dude, that man is small dude that's cute man. let me tell you something i think I, I might have said this on the podcast every time i come across any male that is shorter than me the first thought i always have is i could fuck you up it does not matter dude. Five, 3 120 yep i look at him and li- like literally dude there's a dude who's probably that height when i lived in uh, seattle who mm-hmm. lived right next to me who was in my house one time I never realized how short this guy was. He was probably like a good three inches shorter than me. So he was probably like 5'3. Right, right. I remember looking at him and just like thinking to myself, I was like, oh, I could fuck you up. Even though I, <laughs> I know that's not true. Cause like Brazilian jiu jitsu exists and right. kickboxing is, exists and yep, like people yep. who are smaller than you can fuck you up. But it's just something primal in me. If I met Tory Lanes, I'd be like, hey, uh, 21 bitches and none of them average. But also. I'll fuck you up. I can absolutely <laughs> destroy you. Like I can absolutely end your fucking life. Five foot three. That's cute. It would be Can you show some pictures of this man real quick? Yeah, hell yeah. Who the fuck But yeah, man, like it's that uh and and, and it's really sad because it's the only thing that I can that I know off the top of my head is the whole twenty-one bitches, none of them average. They want to be savage, something some bullshit like that, but 21 gats. Yep. Yeah. But like that shit, right? Where it's like that, that whole flow is just about women and fucking and doing all that shit. Yeah.
0: And so that's cool. But then when, when someone who consumes that music then turns around and says, oh, you need to talk about women like this. It's like, no, the fuck I don't. You're sharing music that tells me I can call 21 bitches, man. You're listening to WAP, yeah. dog. Yeah. Do you not hear
1: yourself <laughs> so right just- now?
0: That so and that's another thing man when you say you have 10 or 10 young high school or 10 older middle school or any age really but that age girls listening to wap what does that instill in a child that what is the most important thing about a woman even a boy in listening to that
1: What's, their their mind their mind their it, personality it says it's the wap actually stands for we always pray so it actually it actually is about their uh, their spirituality and their connection to God. So it's a Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a spiritual twist. Yeah.
0: And that's the affirmation that you need and the music that you need to intake because music that would be referencing only to a woman's genitalia saying that that's the only valuable part that is of a woman I would I have girls No, I don't have girls. I know girls. I got girls in the basement. I I I got girls. I I make them listen to this. I've had girls do the whole feminism, mansplaining, whole thing, whole spiel to me. And how they hate white men and stuff. And then turn around and be singing WAP out loud. And then turn around and say, it just pisses me off when men sexualize women. And it's just like, Okay. I could I could get on board with that, but when I look at your behaviors of the songs that you listen to, in what way are you setting the example that your vagina is any more valuable than anything else? If you're telling people out into the world that, sing your songs. I want Cardi to get her bag. I never want her to stop making music, ever. Or, or Tory Lanez or anybody. But we have to be real about the values that we have. And if we want to do the bitch route, then let's do the bitch route, but don't yeah. get mad when I call you a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not going to, but like, I'm yeah. just saying, you know, yeah. like that's
1: where I'm at. Or don't be mad when the world does it, when, right? Because exactly. the world is exactly. the one who's consuming that. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, I would agree. you
0: establishing that. the culture.
1: So. so, so who are some artists that you listen to that are outside of that kind of normal <sighs> wavelength? I used to listen
0: to just everybody, man. Jeremiah, Tory Lanes was a lot, um, 50 Cent, Eminem, but I've transitioned towards, uh, like we mentioned earlier, Mike Posner.
1: Mm-hmm. You listen to he, a lot of Mike Posner. Yeah,
0: he had a shift um, that was interesting to witness. Um, listen to Tyler Childers. Mm. He's and it's not even just like, well, like listen to country bumpkin shit because it's like yeah, Mike Posner's not doing that. But there's just like, there's other artists. There's an artist called Odie, bro. I sent you one of his songs, but um, it was just a YouTube uh, thing. And it's just like, oh, dude, he is underrated as hell. And no one's listening to him, but he's talking about way better shit than the Migos are. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and so there, it, it all exists in every single color that you could imagine. The, like, good music that will supplement you. It doesn't have to be one specific genre. No genre, every genre has its shit and doesn't. But it comes in all colors. And it's just like, yeah, Posner... Tyler Childers have been kind of the main ones. And then there's just like a lot of various artists that I've found that are and it's not even about being against mainstream. I listen to Post Malone and shit, but it's like just those people that are like trying to sing from their hearts rather than only singing to make money on their music, you know, like Well and
1: to legitimately sing about some positive shit or some shit that's like really yeah. changing or whatever. Yeah. And like because well,
0: some of the some of the most impactful ones are the most depressing ones that they're talking about. But the way that they instill it is like, oh fuck, they're living out all these values. And it's it's harmed them in the long run. And it seems like some other music will instill these harmful values and then say, you want to do that, you want to do that, you want to do that. you know? And so that's mm-hmm. – it, it doesn't always even have to be like an optimistic perspective. It's just real. just needs to feel real. And rapping about a woman's vagina doesn't feel real to me anymore like it used to when I was 17. That's
1: true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. <laughs> women's vaginas don't feel real to you anymore, Cougar? <laughs> they just – especially especially in songs yeah
0: not in the songs anymore the the feeling has shifted yeah in songs
1: yeah but, well your yeah. life is to is also shifted in a big way too yeah but has. even for anybody right it's like what is like what is the point of you listening to that song about you know fucking whoever or right. or, or taking this drug or whatever and like yeah i mean <clears throat> it's just about being real for sure like mike posner has that line where it's like you know i was the I took the pillin' guy, yep. but even more beautiful with no pill inside. That's yep. a great line, man. Beautiful, and it, yeah. and it's true. you know. He's like, I used to be here, but like now I realize that this is a better place to be. Right.
0: And so when he was say- singing, I took a pill and Ibiza, that was a value that if I heard now, I'd say, ooh, I." if I followed that line of thinking and really went with that, I will probably be taking pills in crazy places, and that will probably be a net negative for my life rather than a net positive. And what it seems like is Mike Posner came out and said, that's exactly what happened in my life. Yeah. Is that going away from that and realizing I'm beautiful without that shit has been the net positive, not that I need it and it's going to get me that net positive, you know? Which
1: granted, if you do listen to some of the music that does talk about that stuff, it doesn't mean you're automatically going to go and do it. No, but no, you are filling your brain with it. You are you are taking some of your time to listen to that stuff, and you know You're does...
0: affirming something in your mind. Yeah, you, you are.
1: And yeah. everything around you affects you, yep. whether you want to believe it or not. The people you work with, the environment that you're in, uh, how hot or cold it is, the music you're listening to, the food yep. you're eating, like what you're doing with your time. Everything everything is affecting you. Uh, there's an artist I like a lot who you also follow follow on Instagram called named Toby Nawigwe. Yes, yep. who is a Houston-based rapper, uh, he's Nigerian and he's Christian and he's very big on like family and mm-hmm. being a good um, black father out here in a time when just typically we don't have a lot of fathers that are strong and still with their wives. And he's like talking about how he wants seven kids, whatever the fuck. So like they're really mm-hmm. trying to grow their family. Yeah, yep. But he and hosted. That bloodline. Yeah, got it. <laughs> and Nigerians, man, they got strong bloodlines yeah, coming. Yep. And they like to have a lot of kids. I know, bro. (laughs) I hire a lot of Africans. They always send their brothers and sisters in. They're like, they need jobs too. Get them jobs. Get them jobs. I'm like, all right, okay, okay. Uh, And Americans want to say that there's a fucking staffing shortage. No, motherfucker. You still want to work, bitch. Mm -hmm. But Toby uh, posted on Instagram one day. He was like, listen, this has really helped my life a lot. Uh, Nothing crazy in your life has to happen. For you to stop doing dumb stuff,
0: that's a good ass point.
1: Like, n- like nothing drastic has to go on in your like. You don't have to wake up to like just quit doing the stuff that you know you're not supposed to be doing. Yep. And I was like, man, nah, super true. So wow. and like even him, like he doesn't swear in any of his raps. Like he's mm-hmm. always talking about, um, you know, choosing his wife and choosing his family and, uh, like in one of his lines it's like if i can't bring my wife and my babies i'm leaving like if he can't come like without his whole family to the function dude like if it's not cool for all of them then he's not there yep uh and that's that's a better you know position than i love it when you call me big pop yeah but like bringing it back to notorious big bro biggie
0: those are those are values that i want to accept in the culture that i'm creating for myself as i go forward and Creating a culture for myself doesn't force anyone to do anything because I don't want to come out of this in like a righteous perspective of like, oh, well, you know, you need to listen to clean music and not music that talks about doing drugs because a lot of music that I still have talks about that. Um, There's one song in a Post Malone, one line in a Post Malone song that says, uh, like, giving a fuck has no meaning. And every time I hear that, I'm like, ooh. I don't know if I, because he's, like, we're getting to the point of, like, don't give a shit about anything, because if you do, that doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter if you care. Giving a fuck does not matter at all. And it's like, oh, fuck, if I tell myself that every single day by listening to this song, unconsciously, I might start to express behaviors that are more like, fuck it. Like, I don't give a fuck, because it doesn't matter, Let's you know?
1: Let's talk about that real yeah. quick. That is such a thing in our culture. In our culture, man. Young fucking americans dude 21 to 25 year olds yep, yep. we are about not giving yep. a fuck i remember when i was living in my sophomore to junior year there was this girl who i would hang out with before stage combat in this class that i had um and she literally like we, we would come over and play we every day yeah, we yeah. bowling and we tennis and shit yeah, it was dope yeah. as fuck yeah. uh but she, her punch, her like catchphrase was essentially i don't give a fuck I don't Mm -hmm. give a fuck. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. And it's like, like so much so that I joked about it with her where I was like, yo, that should be the name of your comedy special is I don't give a fuck. fuck. I don't give a fuck. And it's like, we have to understand that you gotta give a fuck. Not about everything, right? There's a book called the power of not giving a fuck, Mm -hmm. which I need to read. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people need to read. Um, But essentially what I know from that book is it's like, you should have a very select things that you give A lot of fuck about. Yep. You should have another section where it's like a little bigger and you're like, I kinda give a fuck about this. Yep. And then the majority of shit should be like, I don't Uh, give a fuck. fuck. But just to say what was the line from Post Malone? Uh giving
0: a fuck has no meaning.
1: That's not true. That's not true. I don't believe that, Right. right? Not to say that's not true. But, it's but your, I don't think it's the best be way right. to live yep. your life.
0: Yep, yeah. exactly. That's that's interesting um, that that girl would say that because one thing I'm going to just give to you right now, um, if any youngin is listening to this, that idea is not as original as you think it is. When you say, oh, I don't give a fuck about that. I don't care. Because I've said that before. And when you say it, it feels like you are the only one thinking, of, like, because everyone is conforming and, and – y- Again, you have to care. There are things you have to care about. And I won't tell you those things, but you will realize that there are only probably a handful of things that should be able to really rock you with news from it. Just about everything else, I'm, I don't even know if I'm on the same plane as like having other things. I guess you technically would have like things you give a lesser fuck about. But like, it's just anything that I can't do anything about, I'm just like...
1: That's what you shouldn't it, give a fuck about, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I can't control this. Like, I don't give a fuck about it. I was listening to a, a speech or a kind of like a conference. Um, Dustin Poirier, who's a UFC fighter, yes. who I have told you about a couple of times. who so I think that you guys have very similar vibes. Ah, yes. Uh, he was asked a question about this other UFC champion, about like some ritual that they do. And they're like, do you have any rituals that you do? And he's like, I don't have anything kind of like that where I like say anything before I go in the cage. But before I start my camp, I just get a notebook out. And I draw a circle. And everything in the circle is everything I can control. Ah, uh, right. And he's like, my, my diet, my camp, yep. my work ethic, um, you know, like the people I put around me. And he's like, everything outside of that is everything I can't control. You know, if they make weight, um, if they don't do their stuff, right. if yep. the event doesn't go through, the weather. Um, <clears throat> and then he's like, and then like a week before the fight, I go back to that and I just remember like, what can I control and what can't I control? Yep, yep. Right, that's so, beautiful.
0: That's, uh, there's another Mike Posner quote. Ships, and this is not his idea, this comes from way back, but ships are safe in the harbor, but that ain't what ships are made for. Mm. You ha- if you're a good ship, all the important stuff will be on deck, protected by your walls. And if you're a really good ship, no water will get in. Nothing from the outside will get in, because that water's unimportant shit until it has breached and gets under your fucking skin. But if you can fortify your walls and no one's getting in there, you can sail across the goddamn ocean. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you have to have those walls built up, and that isn't. I don't give a fuck. It's no. I've critically thought about what are the most important things to me, and I have them all on my ship. So whatever you have to offer, maybe you want to ride. Maybe I could get a little supplement from you. But like, I'm not relying on anybody right now because I'm sailing my own ship. Yeah. And everything that I know that I need is right here. So any water coming in is not going to get in.
1: Anything you know? outside that circle, Can't any get in. any of the fucking wind. Yeah, right. I mean yep. like. What are you gonna do about that? You're gonna have to stay afloat. Yep. What's your other option? Yep. You know what it is, bitch. Mm-hmm. And it's not going down to the candy shop. You understand me? Nope. It's, it's not. fucking rolling in the deep. Yeah. That's what. That's what your other option is. If you don't want to float, Titanic. You want to hit that shit. You're gonna go down. You're going down, man. But you yep. can't. You can't focus on that stuff. And like yep. even, you posted a TikTok one time. And this guy really, like, started to, like, message you and shit like that.
0: Oh, yeah. You yep. know what I mean? Yep.
1: And I got real worried for you. And I was like, hey, man, just, just, like, let you know. Like, I know that you're kind of doing some numbers on TikTok here and there. But just, people start messaging you. You might want to stop reading that at some point. Mm-hmm. You know? Because, it's like, you're not ever going to be able to control that person either. Exactly. Right. You know? So. Yep.
0: And that's another interesting point is that um, I'm very much in that mindset. I, I don't know if someone could say anything that I would take personal. It'd be really hard for me to take something personal. And so, like, a comment online is just so disconnected from me. It, it's crazy. Um, it makes me sometimes worried about, like, my own mental state because it just, it's just, but the reason that I'm at this state is because I try to ask this person a question, and they're being very facetious. They they called me a privileged white man who, was so, who didn't know anything. and Uneducated. Blah, blah, blah. And yeah, blah, blah, blah. And... So I just asked them a couple questions and I even invited them to be on my show. I said, if you like, if there's some shit you want to talk about, I will fucking give you a platform and you can speak the whole time. Like I'll, I will just ask questions or or I'll just sit there, whatever you want. And all of a sudden they, they, and it was an account with no followers and they were following like five people and then I was the only one following them and then they deleted their account. Moral of the story is people are just doing drive-bys pretty Mm -hmm. much. And if that is, because that's the thing, that was a test of my ship. And if that got to me in any emotional way, my ship needs to be fortified a little more if a drive-by account on TikTok can get me. You know what I'm saying? But we're very sensitive also. And sometimes someone can hit us in the heart. And so we just, like you said, you were worried and you just got to be careful because it's a danger out there too, you know? Well, and if it's
1: one person, then you can kind of look at it and be like, all right, this person, True. you know, they, True. they don't got a lot going on. They kind of need something to do. But, I, I, yeah, if it just gets too much, then it's, like, why – at that point, it's, like, why focus on it? If true. you start yeah. getting, like, a ton of comments, whether if they're good or bad, it's, like, why focus on it? Because it's not anything you can ever control. Right, true. People's opinions. Yep. And Eventually, you have to know what you're consuming. You have to know what you're taking in. Are you yep. taking in good shit that's going to help you? Or are you taking in shit that's going to possibly harm you or whatever? Yep. You well, know? and
0: it's also accepting things. And so I've accepted that I will get comments calling me stuff like that because mm-hmm. it's like well, – d- would I be stupid if I was shocked that I didn't think I would get that? You know, like Mm -hmm. I, it's obvious the things that will come in um, the, the kind of gray area with me is that like my platform is really set up on like communicating with as many people as possible, but also I'm not trying to change any opinion and that's the beauty of it. That's where I'm liberated is because I'm not trying to engage with somebody and try to get them to flip over some way. I'm just asking them as many questions to understand their line of thinking as I can. And typically People online don't want to go very far into their line of thinking because it's all defense. Dude. So,
1: you know what? What You know what? You are, you to me, bro, you are like Kyrie Irving to me. You're a (laughs) lot like Kyrie, okay? I don't know. I I, I would take that as a compliment. I I mean it as a compliment. I know many
0: people that would be offended if you said that to them. And I'm saying
1: it to you because I know you're taking it as a compliment, and you know that I mean it as a compliment. But I feel like uh, a lot of people don't understand you in a lot of certain ways like that, and you like debate, and you like people being open-minded, like. You know about this bullshit that's happening with uh, Kyrie and the vaccine right now? Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, so, I mean, he's even come out and said, like, I'm not anti-vaccine. You know, I'm planning on getting it. Like, I just really hate that people are losing their jobs over this. I want to be a voice for the voiceless. And I just want to make sure that, like, uh," or whatever the fuck he said. Like, I like debate is the last thing he said. I like debate as well. Yeah. And I just, I relate that to you, too, because I feel, I, I feel like, we don't appreciate Kyrie Irving, like, as basketball fans. Like, not just his handle, but really, like, what he does for the game right, yep. is an artist. Yep. Like, yep. Kyrie talks very much, like, artistically. He's like, I want a safe place, a safe space to work. Mm-hmm. You know, I want, mm-hmm. like, please, like, give me my distance, respect my time. Like, this is yep. very much how, like, actors talk, dude. Yeah, yep. It's weird, yep. you know, but I feel like we don't really... Uh, Appreciate him for what he has and the and the debate that he sparks. And I think the same thing for you as Thank well. You, I think man. a lot of people don't understand the vibe that you're going for. And they think that you're, you are uneducated and that you have these opinions. When in reality, I think that you do have opinions, but you're very open for your opinions to change.
0: Yeah, and I'm also very open with how uneducated I am in terms of like if I'm touching on something that I don't know about, I'm not trying to convince anyone that I'm He's a professional. Questions. I'm just trying to figure... That's a beautiful thing, too, is just coming from the perspective of a regular guy. I don't have to pretend to be anything because I'm just a regular guy trying to feel his way through all this complicated bullshit. And I know for a fact there's a lot of other people that think like that that would love someone to create a platform like that. Mm-hmm. Boom, I'm down for that. You know what I'm saying? But it's when you start having those opinions and having to defend the opinion and having to try to like make fun of somebody because they have a differing opinion. It, it just becomes... There's no information exchange. It's just like two football teams saying,
1: fuck you. Yeah. And then the other, like, fuck you. We're better than you. How do you know? We are. We are. We like, bleed red. Like, fuck you. That's the thing, dude. Like, I think it's so crazy to me how everyone was like, oh, yeah, you fucking, you Christian. Yeah. What are you, some kind of scientist? You know, all these things about coronavirus and the vaccine. And it's like, yo, do you? Mm-hmm. Do you? And they're like, well, the science says And It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you know? Right. What did the scientist not have to tell you that you, that you found out? Yep. Everyone wants to act like they got the fucking answers, dude. Yep. Yep. Nobody knows shit out here.
0: Everyone will always refer to an authority. And so someone who says, oh, my God, I'm so annoyed when whenever someone uh, uses the science. You will uh, look at the science as their uh, argument or as their definitive argument. And then that same person will say, well, the Bible says this. And it's like, OK. And then vice versa. I hate when people say. the bible says this but the science says this it's like okay both of these things can be hugely crazily politicized and manipulated you have to be careful on the interpretation but it's just where we want to jump onto the teams and then we want to have that tribal like oh those guys are so fucking stupid for believing in their team when my team has this quarterback and this how could you not like my team and the coach is awesome and they're yeah, it's like, oh my god, dude, we're not even on the topic anymore. We're just into the per- interpersonal relationships of it's like high school almost, you mm-hmm. know? Like it, it gets to be too much. And so that's um and also, I don't even know if I like debate because debate means I know cuz that the thing is, I was in this debate class in college and I won a fucking debate on something that I didn't I did, I agreed with the other side. Mm. But I gave a better argument right and it's like well i'm not even i don't even think i'm right yeah, yeah. you know and so it's like d- debate inquires like one side knows the other side knows and then they're going to give all their evidence why and i'm trying to i guess i would be the moderator in the middle trying to provoke information from both sides well you like time.
1: conversation yeah right yep, absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: which i mean even the moderator still wants the debate but like mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if Kyrie even means that he wants debate i think that he also wants conversation Just, like yeah, he wants yeah. people and to I, be I would to, agree with
0: that too yeah yeah, so thank you, man. I appreciate yeah, of
1: course, that. Thank of you. course, man, of course. Uh, speaking of the NBA, uh, yeah, apparently, speaking of the NBA. <laughs> apparently, uh, some people got arrested.
0: Bro, these and these were like some of my like couple childhood NBA players that I was like, hell yeah, I love these guys. I'm well, one of it list. was
1: fucking Glenn Big Baby Davis, Big Baby right? Baby Davis, bro. They got arrested for fraud. Is that right? It's like but I don't know what they got. Her. I know that it was fraud, but I don't know what it was fraudulent for. So
0: they were calling in and reporting like fake
1: Don't play. Please play.
0: They were calling and reporting. I shouldn't have clicked that shit.
1: Talk white girl talk. See, did you notice? I did not call her a bitch? Nah, DC you that respectful shit? I did. I did. I did call her white cuz I had to point that out that she has privilege, but well, she course. is a woman so she is partly partly oppressed. Partially oppressed. <laughs> Um, so, so the the
0: list is down here. So they
1: are pretty much
0: calling in and saying, Oh, I, I got this root canal, I got this expensive dental surgery, I blah blah blah. The NBA reimbursed them for that.
1: Make it a little bigger. Can you make that a little bigger, oh, possibly? Here. Down for the yeah. So they were talking about like they got dental work done. I can't make it bigger. Oh, that sucks. Huh, okay. Well, if you guys can read that, awesome. I but... think they'll be able to read it. Yeah.
0: It's, yeah, it's right there. Yeah, so the NBA was providing benefits to these guys when they were uh, falsely calling them in.
1: And did they get like? Did they straight yeah.
0: up filed for root canals
1: done on the same thirteen teeth? <laughs> it, does it say in this article that they got fucking arrested? I think so. Because I I I want to make sure that Federal arrested.
0: Wow. <laughs> So, I mean, this is, like, millions of dollars, and Tony Roten is, like, the ringleader of it, and he was, like, organizing everyone doing it, and so it was, like, a little scheme in the NBA that all these guys were involved in. Was
1: Tony Roten big?
0: I don't think so. I think he was a small forward at the yeah. biggest.
1: No, I mean, like, his, uh, like, was he, like, oh, a known player? I his remember last from name, 2K. I remember uh, from
0: 2K. I don't know him anywhere outside of that. Um,
1: I think the only the only people I know from, like, actual basketball who got... Arrested are like uh, Glenn Davis and uh, Telfair.
0: Yeah, Sebastian Telfair, Glenn Davis. There was one other one. Come on, people. Give us the
1: list. Russell Westbrook. Uh, while we're waiting for this, do you have an opinion on this Russell Westbrook-LeBron deal going on?
0: What's what, What's the
1: deal? Do you think it's going to work?
0: Oh, I think that NBA players arrested list. I think that... Westbrook is, like,
1: overrated as fuck
0: in so many ways. And I could not even believe that they wanted him on their team.
1: So you don't think that it's going to work with him and LeBron? Uh, like, do you think they'll make it to, like, the semifinals?
0: I mean, they might. I I wouldn't. I don't think they'll win the whole thing. I think they could go deep just because they got, like, I don't think it's going to be because of Russell Westbrook right. by any means. Um, really?
1: Yeah, fuck yeah. What can he do? Uh, run the whole team. Yeah, no. <laughs> he's a he's a triple double machine.
0: Yeah, when he had Stephen Adams fucking blocking everybody else. Yeah, he's well, well he's got
1: Dwight Howard and fucking Anthony yeah, Davis now. No,
0: that triple double is just a fucking goddamn headline, so people will <laughs> click on your shit, bro. I don't. I that t- that triple double shit doesn't mean anything. It's all me. fluff. Yeah, it really is. It really is. I've seen some compelling arguments. Real quick though, Glen, big baby Davis. Yeah, Eddie Robinson, I've heard of him. Sebastian Telfair.
1: Uh, oh, William Bynum, I've heard of him, too. Damn. I think i heard Shannon Brown, of what
0: the fuck? I know him.
1: Ruben Patterson.
0: Yeah. So, like... Wow. You can't defraud the NBA, apparently, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> or the feds will knock on your Fun drawer.
1: fact if you try to have fraudulent claims with the nba they might find out about it they might you're kind of a high profile profile guy so switching
0: back over because this guy probably should be arrested i think um john gruden
1: oh shit john gruden yeah you know they call him chucky why's that because he has red hair does he have red hair? I don't think so. Um, that motherfucker's because. blonde, bro. That Is motherfucker's blonde? blonde and from Ohio. Yeah. I love John Gruden, man. I, like, grew up watching a... Uh, he used to have a show on TV called Gruden's QB Camp. Right. Where he brought in, like, quarterbacks, and John Gruden was supposed to be this fucking quarterback guru, and he was so good. And right. uh, he was the wide receiver coach for the Packers for a little bit and uh, brought the buck, the Tampa Tampa Bay Buccaneers to, like, a championship in 2002. Oh, shit. I remember
0: that championship. I didn't know that was him.
1: Yeah, dude, head coach. Um, And, like, Tony – I think Tony Dungy was the coach before that, and then he just had all of Tony's players, and he was like, let's fucking do this! Well, Uh, they should probably revoke that Super Bowl from him, I think. Well, let's talk about this, man. So, I mean, he fucking – he didn't get fired. So, recently, John Gruden, a bunch of emails came out. Uh, because they did, he's the coach for the Las Vegas Raiders. He used to be. Yes. They were doing an investigation for the Washington football team. Okay. Okay. And John Gruden has never once worked for the Washington football team. Never once. His brother did. His brother was the offensive coordinator, Jay Gruden. Uh, but Jay Gruden got let go from the Washington football team, I think because there was a video of him smoking a joint outside of a strip club. Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> shit, man, come on. Uh, so the Grudens have real fucking bad luck. Let hey, a brother live, come on. Uh, yeah, especially in Washington, D.C., baby. It's legal there, come on, son. There's only, like, 12 fucking miles of that shit. But anyway, a bunch of emails came out. They did an investigation, and John Gruden had... A lot of uh, racy, sexist things to say, apparently. Did you um, see like what he said? I haven't read any of the emails. Dude. No, I've been trying, to find, I've been trying to find them. Isn't like it weird how it gets hard find them. to find them? Yeah, it's really hard to find them. But I know that he said uh, that people need to stop drafting pussies. Was one of the things that he said, or maybe it was faggots. I think it, oh, it might I, have been
0: faggots. Might have been faggots. It might have been yeah, because
1: I'm like pussies. That's not. But I remember hearing because um, it, it was something about being homophobic as well. So I think he probably said that he people should drop drafting faggots. He also uh, Shit. made a made a statement towards uh, what was it like towards it was like the the president of the players association who was a black man, and he made like a racial. Oh, he said towards him I, about his lips. He said
0: his lips were as big as
1: Michelin tires. Oh my God!
0: That's when it's like, ooh, yeah.
1: I thought that it was going to be something about, ooh, uh, like monkey lips. Uh, so, this is getting real racy, real fucking quick, dude. Well, so, but that's just what I thought. Anyway, <laughs> I'm getting off of this <laughs> shit. Um, so anyhow, Wait, thought don't draft were the, faggots. Um, thought they were what kind of? The, the, but John Gruden. Uh, then they were like, hey, you need to fire this guy to the, the president of the company, um, Mark Davis of the president or the owner of the Raiders. Right. And I guess he just went to Gruden because there was because on Friday they told him to let Gruden go. And he was like, well, I'm not doing that. And then over the weekend, last weekend, they were like, oh, we, well, we, we told everybody there was one email. There's actually like 70 or whatever the fuck. Right. A whole bunch. So then they talked to Gruden and Gruden was like, all right, I'm going to step down. Come but on, the Raiders Gruden. knew about the rest of those emails on Friday. Right. So they were trying to still let him be the coach. And then the NFL released the rest of those emails. See what so, I'm saying?
0: NFL says it re- released no John Gruden emails.
1: Okay. Yeah. There it is. So they didn't release it. But, um, which I mean, would I guess would make sense. He's saying some pretty terrible shit. But the thing is, is you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that they were trying to still let him be the coach right do and you agree with that uh the the emails are from a long time ago man true you know and and granted like there's been a lot of players that have said this about gruden in the past like he's sean johnson um who was on that bucks team he's he's a receiver he was really like harping on people back in the day where he's like yo gruden is not who you guys think he is and like you guys think that he's some fucking quarterback genius he's really not and also he's pretty racy and pretty fucking terrible and like Keyshawn is a, he's an analyst now. So he's like on TV talking. Right, right. So he's, he's big. Damn. Um, I, To be honest, I don't know. It seems like a lot of the players over the weekend, like posted on social media and kind of like support with him. Right. Like one of their cornerbacks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Was like, we got you, JG. And it's like, and that dude's black. And again, that doesn't mean that he's not racist. It doesn't mean that he doesn't have some of those ideas or whatever. Yep. But that dude clearly wants to fucking play for that guy. Yep. You know? Yep. So I don't know what I'm more concerned about is that they only let Gruden go. There has to be replies to those emails and no one else got let go in the NFL. Yeah. Anything from the Washington football team. Wow. Like,
0: wow. That's well. And so this gets in. I was explained to by people who would probably believe that John Gruden should be fired or stepped down. That when Joe Biden has said his racy things that that is he's come on. He's just a man of his time. That was back in the day, I guess 2012. You can't make that argument versus like 1970. Yeah. So maybe that's where that argument falls, but I can't find his emails anywhere.
1: Yeah. They didn't release them,
0: which is strange to me. It, it It's, it's, it's
1: pretty strange. That's true. That's true.
0: Oh, said he didn't remember the specifics and that he uses the term rubber lips to describe someone as a liar. As a possible explanation. He used... So I heard it was
1: Michelin tire. (laughs) And now he's just saying rubber lips? I mean, yeah, I mean, we don't know, right? Uh, This is kind of a case of, like, he said, she said. Because how... We don't know. We haven't read the emails.
0: Right, like, how are all these things out... God, there's got. Granted, okay,
1: he did say terrible things. He probably said "don't draft faggots." He probably said that, but we well, don't know what he said. We don't know what he said. Right, right. That's the thing. Do you, do you think that, like
0: saying "don't draft faggots"? Fire.
1: Uh, I th- I think you probably shouldn't say "don't draft faggots." True, that's but I mean, I bet they say. I bet they say, say a
0: lot of things you shouldn't say. Yeah, I've heard. True. I've heard. Uh, I think it,
1: if you're not supposed it, to it, say something, you probably shouldn't say it.
0: Well, yeah, but, like, an NCAA coach, I've heard him say everything. I'm like, you probably shouldn't say that, but you're going to. That's true. Know? That's like, true.
1: I don't think it's necessarily a fireable offense. Um, I think if you start talking about someone's lips and, like, shit like that, it gets into kind of more – because it's just harassment, man, well, so regardless. If you're talking about a liar, what if the context is you're talking about a liar? We would need to see the emails. True,
0: true. Because if it's not, and you're bringing the lips up, that's one thing. But if it, if you're mentioning context of a liar, and then you say he has loose lips,
1: right? Yeah, it's different. You're
0: referring to lips, yeah. I don't know. That's but I, then if
1: you say that a girl has loose lips, then for sure you got to get fired. Then you then you out of there. You see what I'm saying? You can't do that now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so it's true. like you got to be careful, and especially you got to think about this man. He's talking about a black man. True. Okay. Now true. what was huge in like blackface? back when it first started, was the lips. The lips right, were like, super... Imp- because black people do have bigger lips. So real, like... And I know that you shouldn't be like, <sighs> oh, well, he's black, so I can't say anything about his lips. <laughs> but it is like, you gotta know what you the know fuck exactly you're doing. exactly where I'm going, motherfucker. I do. You know I do. Thoughts. Dude, I do know your thoughts. Because, listen, when Rad... Shout out to Radley. When he Not sent right. us that fucking dope-ass video game today, mm-hmm. and... uh. You jumped on and you were you had that <laughs> video. Hold on, and and literally Cougar starts with the okay. Radley's playing this game. It's like Sims. It's kind of like Sims in Minecraft. Like it's really dope. You can create players and then you create a world and shit. And Cougar jumps on and he goes, "The only way I'm playing that game." And I finished your thought for you, bro. I went, "Is if they fall." Yeah. <laughs> you said it too, and I was like, "Yeah, I know. I know where this is going." <laughs> Oh, Cougar's trying to get this fucking action so out here, funny, dude. He's trying man. to gamble. He's trying to fucking play squid What's game. What's going on? Come on
0: now. Yeah, that's funny.
1: I, yeah, that's I just, I, I think the whole Gruden thing, I think really the fact that uh, he was the only one that got fired is sketchy. It's mm-hmm. weird. It kind of, to me, it feels like scapegoaty. It feels very much like, oh, well, we found that he said this bad shit. And we we want to cover up these people saying this bad shit. So we're really going to oh, release all of his right. emails and
0: interesting. Wow. Yeah. I It's interesting. That's a, that's that's a cuz again, I don't see anything wrong with if someone is saying racial things for them to resign or even to be thinking about like firing him. But again, I want to see I I just like to instead of hearing people talk about it, I would just like to see the actual text. And the fact that I can't google John Gruden full email and get the fucking emails. It's just annoying to me. Not weird. I don't think there's a conspiracy because I don't think he would have quit. Um, but I, I think I'm just pointing out like that dynamic of like, oh, well, Stephen A. Smith has been talking about this. So now I'm really mad about the emails. Well, what did the emails say? Oh, I don't know. It's like, well, what they the They
1: didn't fuck? release them. Well, yeah. has anybody in the right. press even seen them or are they just going off of what they hear? Off the
0: first headline. Bro. Right. That's, the media will fucking make a headline and then you will have a million articles talking about that topic but they're actually all referring to the one headline. And mm-hmm. so it's like how is this autonomous information? I would just like I would just like the information instead of the opinion of everybody and then I'll form my own opinion. And I'll probably be on the same page as a lot of people if it's actually real, you know? Like but that's where I'm at.
1: And I'm sure the NFL is keeping the emails because they're like we don't want to expose anybody to this. But you got to, dude. You got to give it to us. Well, if, we uh, got to know. If we're, I got to know people's lives. Know. Let's yeah. let's know. Let's do the whole thing. Here's the thing. Do you think they they ruined I don't know. What if he's still getting paid? Who the fuck knows? If you
0: quit, you get paid?
1: I don't know. It could be in his contract, dude. That's yes, true. That but ideas. if he starts the year, they have to finish the year whatever the That's fuck. A smart contract moved by him. <laughs> I don't know if it's even possible. I've never yeah. signed a contract. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not sure. Especially one for fucking $100 million over 10 years. Mm-hmm. I have never signed a contract like that ever. Yep. Yep. Uh, but I, I do honestly, you know, I... It, it, it bothers me when people talk like they know celebrities or like, you know, this person's a good. you know, I know that Tom Hanks is a good person. I know like you don't know., yep. you know, you
0: can't say that.
1: But I'm sorry. I, I do hope the best for John Gruden, whether he's a racist or not, whether he's sexist or not, whether he's homophobic or not. It sucks if there's a whole investigation that happens. And there's shit that got said and then everyone just came for you. Yeah. Because yep. I guarantee you if there's more than two emails and he's saying some whack shit in there, the guy on the other he's end
0: to that. Right.
1: isn't going, hey, don't talk like yep. that. Could we could we hold off on yeah. that? Yeah, right? exactly. Yep. Now, I'll tell you when shit like that does happen and it stops, okay? I was fucking cleaning at the beginning of this year. Right. I was porting, which is cleaning during the day. It's a little different. Okay. Okay. It's a little easier. I walked around with headphones. Oh, I gotcha. disinfected and I um, vacuumed around 5 p.m. I got there at 12 every day. I wiped off glass and I disinfected for five hours. And then I would vacuum. Damn. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. It's fucking easy as shit. use yeah. shit. I was filling in for this guy named Scott. Scott is about 60 years old. Okay. And Shout out, Scott. Fucking Fuck Scott, dude. <laughs> More than fuck you, David. Fuck you, Scott, so bad. Scott trained me for an hour and then was like, you got this? And I went... Yeah, I guess. And he went, "Okay, see ya." And I went, "All right, bye, man." Well, look how far you made it since then.
0: He set you. He set you up. For now success. I'm an operations.
1: Out, now I'm an operations manager. Yeah. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> um. Anyway, so Scott had this friend named Steve who worked there too. Now Steve was also older um, and gross, very gross. Right. One time, Steve like we walked up to this one place. Um, With this girl there. And she was like the receptionist area. And he talked to her for a minute. And as we walked away, he literally went, "Mm, Now she's a nice piece of pie. Oh. Like loud enough for her to still be able to hear that shit. Motherfucker. Now I felt really uncomfortable when he did that, dude. Yep. And I probably did the same thing that those people did with John Gruden's emails. I didn't say anything. I just carried on my conversation. I didn't address it. Yep. And that's when I told myself, I'm never going to do that shit ever again. Yep. Two days after that, I'm going around. I'm fucking disinfecting shit. I'm polishing doorknobs. Okay? Okay. Steve sees me, this motherfucker. And he goes, (laughs) fucking Steve. (laughs) Hey. What's up, man? You polishing knobs? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I am, Steve. (laughs) That's why I used to always say to Scott, you're the best knob polisher around. Now, I looked at this man and dead ass, bro. I went, that's really uncomfortable. Please don't say things like that to me. It's really inappropriate. And I kept moving on. Damn. Guess how many times that dude talked to me since then. Bingo, dude. Not one fucking time. That, he doesn't say whack shit like that to me ever again because you address it. It's creating a culture,
0: you know? And so that's not, we don't need to fire him. We don't need to kill him. But we need to establish that like, oh, when you're in this area, that shit is not cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to always talk about sex and how funny sex is and how cool sex is. Like, okay, chill it out. You know what I'm saying? But that's, it's hard, man. It's
1: hard when someone does that shit to step up and say, no, 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 no. It's really you know, tough. It is. But it's, it's got to be done. You, you you got like, especially if you're kind of either in a neutral setting or if like you're in your domain for sure, like you got to check people if they're stepping over lines. Yeah. Like just yep. because you got to have respect for yourself, I feel like. Yep. And it doesn't even come down to respect for other people. Like I respect myself so much. I really don't want anyone talking like that around me. Right. Yep. Regardless. Yep. It's tough because I'm trying not to be like that. Right. So when you are like that, it fucking it influences my brain, man. I'm yep. trying not to consume that shit. Yep, exactly.
0: Yep. Damn, and I would have laughed when he said not Polisher.
1: Oh, I d <laughs> I, I didn't like him. You know like when you don't like somebody and you're like every time I yeah, see you like fucking whatever
0: you say. Yeah, like, regardless. I not laugh.
1: Yeah. yeah. It, decent right. joke, right? Decent joke. Well, 'cause Had just, he been it's cool so immature with me? that
0: it's funny. That's how it is. Like it's so stupid that it becomes funny that how stupid it is that he's willing to lean into like
1: Oh, that's the funny joke around here. You dude, know, like. he was laughing before he said it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, dude. And fuck, that, dude.
0: Yeah, just that happening just makes me laugh.
1: It's the, the Benchwarmers, dude.
0: Yeah. Never seen that stupid movie.
1: You've never seen that movie? Have you seen Napoleon Dynamite? I don't fucking know. I don't watch fuck, movies, dude. bro. I'm telling you.
0: That's right. You don't watch any movies. I've had so many people discover that I have not seen a specific insert popular movie. And they say, <gasps> you gotta watch that. A, there, they say that. And then they say, there's no way. Have you seen insert? Next popular movie. Nope. Oh, my
1: fucking God. I'm just the worst of movies. Did, does anyone ever, like, follow through with you and actually make you watch the movies?
0: Never. Um, Though I've been made to, like, watch clips. You know, mm. like, oh, well, we'll just watch this, like, four-minute clip. And I'm just like, well, I'm, we're doing this for you more than me because I don't understand any yeah. of this. But <laughs> you, if we can get to the end and you can laugh, it's all good. So, um, and one thing that didn't make me laugh was discovering, I man, I thought that like when I was sitting in math class. Shout out Garrett. I shout swear, out Garrett. I swear, and he doesn't know either, so no one fucking remembers. Math class what year? Math class sophomore year. Okay, junior year. Okay, freshman year, right? Okay. I would say sophomore, junior, closer. Because my memory, I don't know. I have a memory of listening to Big Shack in Big Sha- high school. Okay. I can't find anything about Big Shaq on the internet until 2017. Yup. If there is anybody out there, because this any, we're thinking literally like anybody. Effect. Yeah, literally anybody. This is like a Mandela effect type shit. And I know I'm wrong because I can look it up and find that it's 2017. But like, does anyone else have any memories of Big Shaq being like earlier than 2017? Because 2017 was a big part of my life because I graduated in 2016. I was out on my. So it's like I feel like.
1: You would remember. I would, would remember that remember. shit. You so, would fucking remember dude. So I, men's not hot. Men's K- not hot. Men's man. not hot. Big Shaq just quick mefs. All right. Let's, you know what I found out about Big Shaq? Big Shaq's an actor. Clearly Big Shaq is a character. Ah. But this man, men's really does. He's Michael Dappa. Yeah. Um Yeah, man. I mean, I fucking remember that too like when he was on Tim Westwood, uh the english version of sway in the morning yeah and he did he did man's not hot and i remember listening to that shit pro- like latest was junior year of high school like 2014 2015 but yeah. no man you it's can't find bro. shit for this man Fitty. other than 2017
0: 2017 2017 almost my birthday 2017
1: and that's just sauce and that's like the first no shit. ketchup <laughs>
0: no ketchup bro Dude,
1: that's my favorite line ever just sauce no ketchup <laughs> He's a fucking dude. He's so funny, and the fact that he's caught up in the Mandela effect—how's
0: that even happen? Bro? He's
1: important, bro. He's fucking important. Because I'll tell you what, all this shit from the Mandela effect—that's the most important shit. The shit that's crossing over, fucking dimensions. Yeah, yep. That's important shit, bro. That's facts. Snow White, Fruit Loops. What's Snow White? Uh, Mirror, Mirror on the wall. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Do you know what it actually is?
0: It's not that. What is it?
1: Magic mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all?
0: Okay. I hate that shit, bro. Yeah. Because I want to argue with that, but I know that it's wrong. Or like, but the, I have memories.
1: The Luke, I am your father.
0: Oh, I've heard that one. Like, it's, he doesn't I say am Luke. Your he says, no, I am your no, father. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was Luke. I always thought it was Luke. Said mm-hmm. Luke all my See, life. But-
1: but I remember that shit because I never watched Star Wars, ever watched Star Wars, until that movie. We watched it my senior year, my junior year. Oh, right. And I remember being old enough that I was watching it and I was like, oh, that shit, that dude never says Luke, I am your father. And so when people were like, oh my God, that's part of the Mandela effect, I remember it not being like that.
0: So are we all just like, any Mandela effect is just stupid people?
1: We're all just retarded. Yeah, we're all just a little retarded, yeah. bro. Yeah. I retard, you retard, retard nation. Retard nation, baby. Okay. That's us. <laughs> we are also. Antisocial,
0: <laughs> antisocial, and we are also. If you look behind your head, right there, we are also fair the burn, fair the burn, baby. Thank you, everybody, so much for watching. This was episode nineteen. We're glad to be back. Glad to be back. Uh, uh, new if, setup.
1: If you guys want to go check out our Patreon, it is patreon.com forward slash fair the burn. Uh, go check out. If you are in Centerville, Utah, Salt Lake, Utah, Salt Lake City, Utah, go check out Eastman Boxing and Fitness with Darian Orvin. Shout out uh, he'll down there and get you get you going, get you upright. And if you want any Fair the Burn merchandise, our shirt is out right now. Uh, Bonfire.com forward slash FTB dash one dash one.
0: We love you all. Thanks for watching. Peace. I felt a coming about a million miles away. I felt the heat coming off her like the sun about midday. I grabbed a seat. She took my courage to stand.
1: I sure as hell i have got to get up out of here I've got to run, I've got to get away But I can't move for fear of the cost
0: Of losing all that is dear But
1: life goes on and these times get better They said up ahead, you know it's better weather Life goes on, well so they say It'll get better for
0: me some.